man, this seems like it's been a while. How do what do we do? How do we start this thing again? Uh, I guess I talk. You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of November fourteenth, twenty twenty-one. This is episode uh, two hundred and one. That's right. From that frigid city by the Salish Sea, I'm AJ Barsay. And once again, straight out of 98226 for the next century of episodes, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, we're back. We're back. Did you miss us? I brought my pencil. Give me something to write on, man. AJ and I are going to be catching up and talking about some new things. We got some new bits and we actually have something new to share with y'all. All that and more next. I'll get my intros better as we get back into the swing of things right here on the Bellingham Podcast. Well, Chris, it's been uh, a hot minute or six weeks. How you been? I just got out of witness protection a, a couple days ago, and I'm happy to be back in Bellingham. How about yourself, AJ? Oh, that's good. Did you get a name change yet? Yes, it was uh, Stephen Mitchell. Never trust someone with two first names. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> things are going well, as good as they can be, although I am lamenting this current month of November as we are... Preparing for the Thanksgiving uh, holiday season, Oof. it gets dark around 3.45 p.m. here in 48th parallel. 48 degrees north, 122 degrees west. Preach. And uh, it just gets dark early, and that's sad, even though we had uh, the uh, turn the clocks back. Uh, an hour for extra sunlight. It's not there, folks. This is really bad. Yeah. AJ, what's been going on for you the past six weeks? Uh, I, we'll get into it in a little bit, but man, just trying to find the flow. Yeah. Like that's that was kind of the main reason why we kind of took a break, other than the fact that, you know, it's been five years. But our punch card was full. Oh. We deserved a break. Well, my punch card got turned into a dance card. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, okay, well, we'll get back to the housekeeping, but like, okay, so AJ gets to be a transparent a little bit. So, about six weeks ago, looking at our schedule for production and work and freelance and life and school and oh my gosh, I was overloaded. Like mm -hmm. I, the, the whole transition from the pandemic to whatever we're calling this pre-epidemic, I don't know what the heck our phase we're in, but the, the thing that really kind of goosed me is between work and this hy hybrid high flex that we're doing. Yeah. And being at two places at once, like literally when it was just all online, golden, love working remote, being both present and online and have to do other stuff that work entails for me, it was, I, 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 all routine and flow was gone. It and sounds like there's a lot of uh, complexity and stress on top of complexity and stress from shifting to online remote yeah. life. Well, and then, so obviously during the pandemic, life had occurred, as yes. we like to say. You know, um, my wife was one of those folks that can uh, commiserate with anybody who had to lose their job during the pandemic, then have to go to school for retraining and, you know, juggling that along with a kiddo mm -hmm. who, you know, uh, juggling, like being a parent in the pandemic and also doing childcare and everything else, it's a whole new level of juggling. And so I, I was struggling with it. So finally, after about six weeks, I got somewhat of a routine. Um, and so now we're back on the mic, hopefully. <laughs> if you're a parent in the Bellingham, Whatcom County area, and you happen to be identifying with my podcast partner, Crime AJ, uh, sit back and uh, enjoy the next 25 or so minutes. Uh, we're going to entertain you, and we're going to have a nice discussion, and we're not going to get into too much heavy stuff. But we have some housekeeping to take care of. Yes. So in those six weeks, and uh, you know, thanks to everyone who reached out. Let's see. No, we did not die. No, Chris Powell is not mad at me. What else did I get as DMs? 
Uh, n- no, we did not cancel the show, nor did the show get canceled. Yes, no one found me on the internet <laughs> to contact me. Yeah, so uh, thanks everybody. Yes, we're still alive. We're still kicking. Uh, like I said, just um, the, because on our station break, this is what got I got called out. Okay. On the station break, I said around Halloween, we'll yes. be back on the mic. Yes. I never updated that. And so some people reached out and I just wanted to thank everybody. I didn't even tell you that I went into the witness protection program. I just went MIA for a while, man. That's fine. That's fine. MIA is also a great artist. It's great. (laughs) Uh, But in that said time, um, I did start up a few socially media thingies uh, only because we get tagged in a lot of stuff. Sure. And um, as much as you all like to tag me and Chris, we now have an Instagram we're not doing anything else, just Instagram. So at Billion Podcast on Instagram, and also because uh, Beham Podcast got commandeered by a radio station out of I think Birmingham, Beham, Alabama. God bless them. Um, you know, I basically just rerouted all of our stuff to hashtag Bellingham Podcast. So for the, for the Birmingham Radio Podcast that wanted to claim that, yeah, uh, hashtag. Go our, for it. Our compliments. Enjoy. We love you. Uh, we're all in this together. We're taking Bellingham podcast. Yes. So, so, and that last but not least, uh, show notes. So we are, if you click on uh, the, the episode today, you will notice that there's just a simple blurb with a link. It is to a Substack. You may not know what this, uh, may not have heard about this. Basically, Substack is a uh, newsletters-esque website. Type it's what of. all the kids are using nowadays, in public, if you will. Well, at least the content creators. Uh, basically, if you go to bellinghampodcast.substack.com, uh, think of it as an addendum to our website. Yes, our website's still bellinghampodcast.com, but you can subscribe to the Substack. And what that will allow you to do is get, one, you'll be able to see show notes. Um, we did, don't, you, did you hear that? Yeah, I didn't say it. No, I didn't say it either. I know. That's I, it's, This is the 200s. We're, we're not doing we're not, that. We're not saying what we used to say in the previous 200 episodes about show notes. Which is why I'm doing the Substack. So I like, think it's a great idea. So so if, you, if you're interested in any of the, the bits, also it just cleans up the feed. And uh, Chris and I can now put pictures and other stuff that we're not able to do in the show And we still notes. are going to keep it clean with those oh, pictures we upload and other things like that. But it's more of an enhanced... Uh, aspect to the show notes because yeah. when you're in whatever podcast app you're currently rocking, yeah, it's show notes rather, are horrible. It's formatting's horrible. Yeah, the, yeah, there are links to touch on your phone, but uh, yeah, and also you'd be able to uh, subscribe there if you wish, um, just as another way. Yeah. So it's free. Uh, we're not charging anything. We're not going to have a charge tier or anything like that. And eventually, uh, commenting will also be in there. So that way, we, you and I will both see it as opposed to me having to parlay what I get on Instagram oh, DMs. snap. Here comes some comments. See? There oh, we go. I don't know, man. I got to put on my happy hat for that one. Oh, you'll be fine. I'll so be anyway, fine. There's the, there's the housekeeping. So let's dive into the, the bulk of the show, Chris. So now that we're back after six weeks, um, let's talk about some of the stuff that we did in that six weeks. So, uh, full disclosure, I wasn't in witness protection, but uh, during that time, uh, work occurred, and and, uh, fall season is always the high season for me and what I do, but uh, I've really taken some joy in a couple avenues of content creation, and one of the continued content creation uh, cavalcades that I've been uh, working on, I'm in the alliteration uh, mode right now, I have a newsletter also on Substack, thank you very much. Uh, it's the Gray Man Technology Newsletter. And no, it's not because of the color of my hair. Uh, the Gray Man <laughs> Life is, uh, as I loosely explain, is how one can move about in society without drawing too much attention to oneself or who may not stick out in a crowd. That usually doesn't apply to me because I'm 6'3 and an eighth of a ton. And I kind of like 
stick out in a crowd. But when you're online, if you were to use a web search for, I'm not going to use that G word. If you're going to use a web search for Chris Powell, you would probably, and, and Bellingham, yeah. you would probably locate this, this uh, show, this show, my newsletter and a couple other things, your website, uh, my website and other, you know, freelance work and everything like that. Not your Facebook, not your TikTok, not your WeChat. That not is Instagram. all uh, Party Puff Girl <laughs> 007 uh, is my handle for that. No, I, I've been enjoying this uh, brain dump, so to speak, with my technology newsletter. It's free. I don't want your money, folks. Uh, you know, I, I had a chance to caddy for the Dalai Lama uh, one time. And as we were in the 18th hole in a big old crevasse, he you know, made the shot and uh, he was going to stiff me. And I'm like, hey, Dali, how about a little bit of tip for uh, the, the, the effort and things? And the Dalai Lama said to me, uh, upon your deathbed, you'll receive total consciousness. So I got that going for me, folks, which is Is that nice. real or did you pull that from a movie? <laughs> AJ's pops. <laughs> Contact your son to yell at him for not knowing Caddyshack. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I've been doing the Gray Man Technology Newsletter, uh, and, and, and AJ's Pops, you might find some information that could be interesting about it, although I'm sure your son has already made you aware of a whole lot of stuff. Anyway, that's one avenue. This, the second has been continued curation of my solo Canvas Insider podcast. So there's a learning management system called Canvas, which I'm an admin for, and I share a whole lot of information with the millions and millions of canvas users of yeah. worldwide and so i'm currently on episode 54 this it isn't as bombastic as the bellingham podcast because one you're just having to listen to me we don't have some cool guitar intro like you just listened to it's kind of about a four or five minute blast of just yeah. me talking and sharing information it's really tailored for people in the industry and it's it's kookum yeah and if you want to get to know a little bit of a tech side and i do offer some professional development suggestions on one uh you know avenue or another but uh, not just that, but I've also thoroughly enjoyed these past six weeks getting intimate. That intimate has a kind of a naughty, uh, cheeky the, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Uh, way uh, about it. But I have really dived into the nuts and bolts of my Google Pixel. Did I just say that G word? Why, yes, I did. A Google Pixel 4a phone running Graphene OS. The good G, Graphene OS. I am so... Enjoying, I'm a smitten kitten, and uh, about this, I don't have another follow up for that. Anyway, love the operating system, love the lack of telemetry with uh, the big tech companies, they're not getting any of that. But I just discovered, uh, thanks, TechLore, um, it is possible to use the Signal app on Graphene OS to make your default messenger app, and you can send unsecure SMS messages to a phone number that is not signed up for signal in the signal app in the yeah. signal app. And I'm like, mind blown game changer, sign me up. I love it. And, uh, and also the Plex amp app gives me access to my Plex arsenal of songs for my own little music streaming, because I have fallen out of love with Apple music and don't blame you. Uh, and, and Spotify has always been, uh, this little walled garden of coolness that I won't be cool. Cause I, I'm a uh, dad type, but uh, no, I got my own uh, streaming music service in-house and I can go wherever I want. So I'm thoroughly in enjoying Canvas Insider Podcast, Gray Man Technology Newsletter, and Graphene OS for my mobile device. AJ, what the heck has been going on for you uh, in addition? I didn't have a lot during that six weeks. Because like I said, uh, and I even in my, my Patreon, I even mentioned to my patrons, like I, I was struggling so much that my creativity 
plummeted. Like I had no mental margin to be creative. Um, In doing so, I... I mustered up a little bit of energy because I I had somebody that I had reached out to at the beginning of the pandemic to talk about bringing them on to the show or to the Analog Explorer, um, Graham Gannon out of Northern Ireland. Hey, Graham. And, hey, Graham. And um, if you, by the time that you see this episode, you'll also see uh, another episode that says AE. And it's, an, it's a different type of production of podcasts. It's more of a story narrative. And it's Graham and I talking about the Peninsula Kelp Company, which we've mentioned on the show before, and how a small family-owned uh, business that's in farming, it's aquaculture, for lack of better terms, as a kelp farmer, and then the pandemic hits. And it's just the story of him and his family and how they had to smile in the face of adversity, if I could uh, quote him. Um, it's, I've, I've had a lot of, of, of folks reach out about that episode, but, um, that's kind of been my creative pride and joy for the last six weeks. Um, stay tuned for the AE07. Also for the watch fam, if you go over to the analog explorer podcast feed, there's a dedicated podcast feed now, um, you'll find AE08 and that's where we actually talk a little bit more about watches, but the, the story and stuff definitely would resonate with anybody here in the Pacific Northwest because we have our sailor sea. That was kind of it, man. Like I had those two episodes and, um, just finding balance it's been it's been tough oh, i can i can totally uh resonate with that i had to go underground for a little bit and just kind of you know keep my head focused on the the tyranny of the urgent of what was going on and i get that but the the big question i have for you aj this show would not be complete if we didn't discuss edc oh yeah new, have we, you gotten any new kit yes yes i did not i did not do uh like what is that shop therapy retail therapy retail therapy not the retail therapy uh, so I, my, <laughs> it's almost a trope. So my original iPhone SE that recorded, I kid you not, 200 episodes because we had it at the start of the show. Yep. I put 200 episodes of recording through that phone. It finally gave up the gusto after two batteries, a cracked screen, like seeing that thing was nursed for five years. Yep. Um, I'm and, you rock- thanked, and you thanked it for its service. I did. I did. Um, I'm currently rocking a new iPhone 13. Um, it's nice. It's fast. It's bigger than my 13. Or did my, you my squee SE, when rather. you got it? No, not really. Yeah, we're not really uh, squeeing too. I kind of squeed a little bit about graphene, but that's just a, about the features. I mean, okay. So I guess there is one thing I would squee about. And again, folks, I'm coming from the original iPhone SE. The battery. Like not the cameras, like the cameras are right. Of course, Mm -hmm. again, I carry better cameras, so I don't really care. The bigger screen size, like this is basically a iPad for me. And Mm. because of my work instance where I have to be on the go, it works better for me. But the battery, I charge this like, I don't know, maybe uh, once every other day. I don't keep it on the charger and it's got the, 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 the new MagSafe charger is kind of nifty. But Mm -hmm. um, the fact that you can do rapid charging on this and it's got the bigger battery I like that better than anything else. Um, besides that, it's iOS and it's an iPhone, whatever. Um, <laughs> <I just, laughs> All right. For the, and now for the weather. Yeah, yes. right. Well, it's, it's, it's yeah, well, cool. Um, so you got a new phone for the next 200 episodes. Pretty much. All right. It's going to driven into the ground again. And as we're playing Battleship uh, in my, in my <laughs> yeah. front room with our dueling laptops, mine is severely dwarfed. Uh, with your battleship, what you got? You got a new piece of kit. I do. Uh, so I, I pre-ordered the M1 uh, MacBook Pro 16 uh, with the M1 Pro chip in it. 
Whammo. Um, bear in mind, folks, I also had the i7 2014 MacBook Pro that had made me thousands of dollars in, in freelance work. So, like, here's my 150-character review of the, the MacBook Pro 16 M1 Pro. If you're a pro, you, this is what you've been looking for. If you're not, don't waste your money. Like, flat out. It, yes, it is nice. It is fast if the apps that you use support it. Like, here's the thing. I use Luminar. Um, full disclosure, I also have Luminar Neo on order. The soon as it drops, I will get the newest version, which will be optimized for M1. But I use Luminar 4. It's not optimized. I save a little bit of time uh, here and there. But, like, relatively speaking... Unless you're, unless you're a creative pro who's leveraging the multi-cores and the RAM and all that other jazz, um, not to go uber geek speak, but to boil it down, like if you don't, it's like having a Ferrari and commuting every day to like your local community Or driving community Meridian. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but for people like us, you know, because like I said, I, I mean, I have a big shoot in January that this thing is going to uh, greatly help my ROI. But like beyond that, man, like I, the screen's pretty cool, you know. So with Apple's world-class marketing yeah. bombarding us everywhere we go about how awesome and how fun it is to have uh, a, a new MacBook. If, if you have a five or, four, a five or six-year-old um, MacBook from the mid-teens decade, this, uh, the Pro may not be what you're looking for. No, no. But uh, uh, quite frankly, like, and I've, because I've, I've, the moment I had this, a lot of people asked me. Uh, quite frankly, like the regular M1 um, MacBook Air or whatever, MacBook Pro, non M1 Pro, perfectly fine. Like yeah. that's uh, quite frankly, like and this is what I, I tell most folks that are invested in the Apple ecosystem. Yes, you want to get off of Intel eventually uh, because they are going to move everything to their own silica. Yep. Beyond that, like as long as you ha you're on the latest OS, you're good. Um, my 14 was not supported in the new OS that just dropped. So there you go. Just to just to uh, keep everyone uh, apprised of how we're not always in the Apple ecosystem. I already mentioned a non-Apple phone that I'm using yeah. as part of my battleship laptop, <laughs> and and we have we have our lids uh, like uh, two kids uh, playing yeah. battleship. A uh, B7, B7. <laughs> I made the choice to get a Dell Latitude 7480. What? Uh, what? No, it's it's got Linux Mint on it. Because for what I need to do, I need a web browser. Hi, Firefox. I need a notes app. Hi, Obsidian. I need a VPN. Hi, Molvad. I need a messaging app. Hello, Signal. And I need a, a VM player. Hi, VirtualBox. Uh, eight gigabytes of RAM. No, did I get 16? I got eight gigabytes of RAM, but a one terabyte SSD within. Oh, nice. And it was affordable because when I'm not working on a computer and I'm doing light stuff i don't want the chromebook i don't want no. the the telemetry i'm gonna go linux mint but anyway uh we're not all always on apple so yeah. anyway for for my kit so i've had a couple new additions to my uh edc and i'm not talking about bobby brown from the 80s uh chrome industries is a fabulous company portland in, right uh, i think it's around the california area oh, i believe okay. yeah but uh, I could be wrong where they're, where they're based. And uh, our faithful listener, Luke, uh, I am still, when the money is there, going to get me a Mission Workshop bag. Don't worry. Uh, you sold me on uh, their fine quality stuff, but I needed a light sling pack. And uh, I chose to get the Chrome Industries Cadet with a K 
sling bag in black chrome, of course, because they don't use vowels in their black chrome um, model name. So it's got just enough what I need to take uh, a notebook, a pen, my phone, some Bluetooth earpieces, and some scratch paper to scribble on. I love it. And it's just, Sweet. I got to go to a coffee shop. I don't need to bring the, any beasts with me. It's just my phone, some, you know, and light analog enjoyment for what's going on. But I also uh, got an e-reader during this time. Huh. And so uh, once again, with my vendetta against telemetry, I went with an independent e-reader, those fine folks at Kobo. Uh, from, say, say that again, because listeners of the show might remember that you went off the rails. Oh, listeners of the show never pay attention to anything I say. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of went off the rails. Uh, back in the day when we were doing double digits of the Bellingham podcast, I was probably a volunteer uh, tech coach with the Bellingham Public Library. Yes, you were. And I worked with a lot of guests, patrons of the library, if you will, uh, in whatever needs they would have to access uh, ebooks from o their overdrive account and download it or move now, it now Libby now Libby correct uh, to get it to whatever device they brought with them and for those back in the day when we did double digit episodes when it was Bellingham Podcast Media Tech ooh that's that harkening back times, yeah. oh those are the days yeah um, the Kobo e-reader was not really that well established no. So fast forward to the Roaring Twenties that we're in right now and the Cobra Libra 2, uh, I don't care if it's waterproof. I'm not going to take huh. my devices near water, fool. Uh, pool, but side, pool side, fool. Where in Bellingham is there a pool? When you and your wonderful, beautiful wife go on a, you know, luxurious stay post-COVID. We're working on putting our daughter through college <laughs> okay. and we're doing a moratorium on that whole, you know. I'm trying. I was trying, okay? Yeah, I'm no, trying, Chris's wife. Your effort is duly noted. Anyway, Kobo has a killer e-reader, micro USB connection in which I can plug this into a computer and sideload or drag any EPUBs I might have. Uh, cool screen, and they also are able to download articles saved to Pocket, hmm. that read it later service. And I'm like, ooh, that's a little tasty, uh, even though you know it's Pocket, but that's one thing. So I, I got everything in there, and that's I just cool. kind of dig it. So I got a little bit of a, a minimalist e-reader for some books and things like that. But speaking of new and exciting items in our life, AJ, we want to tell you, our wonderful listeners out there, about a new sponsor to the show. Oh my gosh, we have a sponsor. We have a sponsor, starting with episode 201. Can you believe it? The fine folks at Megaphone. Megaphone? Yes, with an F. The new social media app that's caught fire with the kids. That's right. Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook are so 2020. Megaphone ensures that everyone in your arena that's Megaphone's term for your friends list. Sees what you have to say as soon as you say it. Notifications when you install the Megaphone app on your phone cannot be disabled on your device for Megaphone posts, which they happen to call bla blasts. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, because, you know, I want to say something, I'm going to make it a blast. Blast it out. That's right. That blast notification sound naturally is an air horn. Gone are those days of that weak sauce vibration notification from your friend's text messages. Brr, brr, no, not with Megaphone. The, the new shiny is a loud and proud air horn. I'm, and once you, but here's the thing about the Megaphone, AJ. Oh, once tell you, me more. Once you agree to that long terms of service agreement in the app and allow Megaphone permission to access your phone's entire contacts list and save photos, which of course the, the fine folks of Megaphone will back up for you on their servers for your safety. 
Anytime one of your friends has something to say, Megaphone will superimpose their blast over the top of whatever app you are currently viewing at that time. It's like bringing your friends to the front of the line for your attention. I find it fascinating. Those other apps that we have on our phones may show little summary notifications that slide down from the top of the... It's so annoying and passe, Chris. It's so passe, but Megaphone takes it to another level. But, you know, you get placed front and center to all of your friends' missives whenever they hit that blast button. You know, AJ, during our break and recording on our humble little podcast, I've been hearing lots of air horns wherever I go in the grocery store, all of my favorite coffee shops that I've visited, walking along the many trails here in Bellingham. I hear that sound. It's great. Even in my secret quiet spots where I look to get solitude, the air horns are all around me. I can tell you're glowing from it. I'm glowing in a lot of ways. Actually, it's not just because of the megaphone app, but anyway, the medication's wearing off. It seems whenever someone walks walks by me, the Megaphone social media app lets me know someone important just got notified of what their friends had to say. It seems to be everywhere I go, and I'm hearing so many people in the arena happily blasting away. Megaphone is a free download on your app store of choice with a desktop version coming soon for Windows, Mac, and Linux. Make sure you search for M-E-G-A, not M-A-G-A. That's a different app. To learn more, check out www.thenewshiny.org. Ooh. And after you install the free app, go into your settings for this Megaphone app and in the premium menu selection, enter Beham Podcast to level up your Megaphone experience with sticker packs, custom emojis, and get this, double the decibel level of your blast notifications. It'll really make you stand out in the crowd, especially when you're watching a movie during those quiet scenes. Everyone will know <laughs> that you are someone who's got one loud megaphone. <laughs> Our thanks to Megaphone for sw- sponsoring this show. That's yes. Right, exactly. If you want to sponsor the show, make sure you send it to uh, tongueandcheek at bellinghampodcast.com. <laughs> Anyway, we may have more advertisements in the future, depending on, uh, you know, how things go. But uh, stay tuned, (laughs) folks. And be sure to check out Megaphone with an F. (laughs) So, AJ. (laughs) Wow. Yes. For once, Chris, you're more energy than me on on the show. Well, when we have these advertisers, I pull my full effort into making sure that we get people to download that app. Absolutely. You are on fire about this new social media app because Chris Powell loves social media. So this wh- podcaster's on fire. <laughs> fire that, is that what too. the kids say. All right. Let's talk about a new uh, segment of the show we're yes! going to introduce. Hit yes. It. So as I declared at the top of the Oyster Dome, welcome to the second favorite part of my show of the show, which is rad or sad, where Chris Powell and I have three different instances of things that we're going to throw out at each other and we say rad or sad and why okay i'll go first aj the bellingham post office rad or sad bellingham post office we've got you got two say, which one from. well you got orleans and you've got the downtown one uh your choice i prefer the orleans one i will say that it's sad only because every time i go in there much like any other post office, I have to wait nine years just to pick up my package. Through no fault of the staff people, uh, you know, that's oh, I love not, the, staff. That's, the staff are cool. And Rick, I, you are the goods. Rick, indeed. Uh, and for, for the staff who are there, I, I know that management may have asked you to say, sorry for the wait. It's not your fault. No. You should, but I know it's a great way to kind of, you know, provide the customer service and things like that. I'm going to call the Bellingham post office sad 
but I also want to give them a break. Sure. And I happened to discover during these six weeks, uh, a, a secret weapon to me, it's been around for quite some time. And I'm going to share a secret with those Bellingham podcast listeners Ooh. out there. If you go to Alabama and U street, that little stoplight where you got uh, little Caesars and Seven Eleven, there's a gas station with Yorkie's market, just a hop, skip and a jump away. Inside Yorkie's market is an official United States post office thing. True story. Uh, area where you can ship packages, get packing in, uh, materials and, and things. And there's virtually no wait, unless you want to get someone who's getting hostess ding dongs and maybe a sixer of, uh, of, of a drink. Uh, <laughs> But Yorkie's Market on Alabama Street is my secret weapon when I need to mail stuff, especially as we're approaching that holiday season, folks. True that. Uh, anyway, that was, uh, that was my first rad or sad for you, AJ. Rad or sad. October 8th, it was announced that parking in Bellingham for 2022 might go up from $0.75 cents to $1.50 an hour. I will go rad. Why? Because I'm tired of people complaining about how, uh, how no one is doing anything for the city and yet everyone's complaining about their taxes. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to pay any taxes yet. I want to have everything given to me. We got to be able to help out, improve the city somehow. And if we're not going to vote for the levies or the referenda or anything that is going to help us contribute more into parks and rec or other areas of the city. And yeah, I'm not, I don't know what I'm talking about. Sure. I'm a knucklehead technologist, but here's the thing. If I'm going to pay a buck 50 an hour to park downtown, fair enough. Even if I have to stop in at Cresswell Boggs, a fine place to get some Christmas <laughs> cards or other items for your special someone this holiday season coming up. Wait, we should be talking about that after Thanksgiving. Yes. I'm going to call that rad because I think um, to be able to charge more, with the mobile apps or whatever we have, if you really are not wanting to pay a buck fifty, you're going to be getting closer to your ten thousand steps by parking outside of the downtown corridor where they're not doing the paid parking. AJ. Okay, let me let me add on to that then. Uh, rad or sad, the fact that if this goes through, parking enforcement will shift from nine a.m. to five p.m. That's what we are at now to 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and add Saturday enforcement. So no, there's basically no free parking anywhere. Okay, so if I want to be part, so you can either be uh, a work professional, a family person, or be part of the scene. Pick two. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I, I can be work and the scene. I can be a family and the scene if I don't work, uh, but I can't have all three. I've chosen work and family. And quite frankly, the downtown corridor is wonderful. We did a walking tour yes, of it. Did. There was a whole lot of new eateries and drankeries out there, and I'm all for that. However, I don't mind paying additional money even on the weekends Okay. when I, I'm helping out the city, Sure. I believe. And I'm sure there'll be some people who know so much more than I do and are already, to, uh, and already have their megaphone app downloaded and are going to blast me... Uh, with their comments about how much of an ignorant fool I am. But I got no problem if there's an additional hourly payment if it's going to the city coffers. Mm. Uh, especially with our fine neighbors to the north now able to come visit us. Valid. Uh, let's get some more money into the Bellingham economy that there might be able to be a new opportunity for improvements elsewhere. 
So I'm going to go with sad on okay. this whole thing I get because that. I'm coming from the other end of it where I know some of the businesses, uh, you know, and I've, uh, I've got a link in the show notes to actually King five news out of Seattle actually picked this up okay. back in October while we were off the air. And, you know, coming from the, like the toy shop down in Fairhaven, the fact is, is that you have the big Zon that is putting people like them yeah. out of business. It reminds me of when like the, the Barnes and Schmobles oh, were yes. coming in and killing the bookstores. Yeah. Because if you add one extra toll of doubling, basically, it, that's what the city's proposing is doubling the parking rate. It now costs you a dollar fifty more on top of the tax and everything else to get a simple thing local. Yeah. You know, um, when people are going to park downtown, uh, so if you're working, if you work downtown, yep. I believe you should be exempt. If, if one of the perks could be if you were working an eight hour shift in one of these businesses, that's cool. But if you're going to pay six bucks for a cup of coffee, or if you're going to drop 40 bucks on drinks and or appies, I think that's what the kids are calling them appetizers. Okay. Uh, yeah. I got no sympathy for you if you're going to pay a buck fifty an hour because you've already got the capital, you've already got the cashola to be able to drop to be able to help sure. out with this. It's just one less drink you're going to have, or maybe you won't get that additional fifth ingredient in your coffee. Gosh, I turned into a little bit of a, a angry. Yeah, six uh, weeks. Yeah, I'm the mellow one now. This is yeah, interesting. you know the medication's wearing off, like I said before. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So my rat, my next rat or sad is the Hagen salad bar. It's sad. The, 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 the fact is, is that the price has gone up, Chris. Yeah. I'm going to call sad on this one. Hagen, you're an institution in Whatcom County. We love you and what you've done for the community and how you're, uh, you know, very active in all kinds of, uh, sponsorships and other things like that. But I got to shoot straight with you. If I'm going to get $9.99 for a, lettuce, well, and other well, and yes, stuff, yes. And other salad fixings, 10 bucks a pound for salad, salad and I didn't check the prices. It wasn't clearly marked, sure. and that's bad on but, me. But you and I used to do this for lunch all the time. Yeah, uh, we used to. We used to be back in the day. Back in the day. But here's the thing: that day is in the rearview mirror. You no, know, like I guess here's my thing: is is uh, the sad part of it is because I know I, I know the the Hagen Deli fairly well, and like the fact is now, if you wanted to have a smarter, healthier choice for a lunch or a dinner, like the salad bar, like we used to do. It is now cost beneficial for you just to go and get the bag of chicken, which is half that price yep. and no green stuff. And that's what I find ironic of it is it's it's almost like a, uh, a healthy punishment, as it, it were. It's totally Alanis Morissette, baby. It's isn't it ironic? Anyway, <laughs> you, your next rat or sad. Facebook is now meta. <laughs> get your megaphone out. No, I'm doing everything I can right now to keep this show clean. Uh, let's go, let's go sad. Uh, there's, there's no way the F book is going to be able to rebrand themselves. I mean, back in the day, Philip Morris was such a horrible, had such a horrible reputation for destroying lungs from smoking from their big tobacco company. And they changed their name. They rebranded, uh, to Altria, which, which smacked of the word altruistic or altruism. And I'm like, huh? So... Facebook after, oh, how convenient that they had all of these scandals when we were off the mic about a <laughs> collating data, getting data on people, how it's not good for people's mental health or teenagers or all of these other bad things. And they're going, no, we're not Facebook anymore. We're going to be meta. Guess what? I still don't like you. I still know that you're going to be grabbing more data even more so now that you're only 
a different two syllable word. Uh, and now you're, a, now you're a four letter word. You're the M word. So I'm going to say sad. AJ hit it. <laughs> this is fun. Uh, <laughs> so for me, Facebook being meta is rad. R what? Okay. Here's why. Rad. Tell me. Because this is, this is coming from left field. Facebook now being meta got trolled by the country of Iceland. Really? Iceland created a video. There's if you if you're familiar with the whole Facebook Meta announcement, there's a keynote and Mark Zuckerberg is like staring in a, you know, staring at you with his little beady technological eyes and behind him is all digital CGI'd, you know, a home space. That was like a filter on TikTok or something, right? Kind of. I think but I saw that and had nightmares afterwards. He he was plugging the whole Oculus, which is their VR instance, and you're in this fake uh -huh. beautiful home because all of our homes are not as beautiful as they can be on digital, right? Well Iceland redid basically that entire, I'll show it to you after the show. Sure. They redid and mocked the heck out of the fact that, it, oh, you, you feel like uh, the, the, the life is not real enough? Come to Iceland. We will show you what life is. Re it's beautiful here. I'm telling you, man. You, it's been, great. I'm telling you, man. Ekben Ein Reykjavik. I am so down with Iceland. Iceland, uh, you need to fly us out. Yeah, exactly. We'll do a we'll record a show from Reykjavik. Yeah, but uh, that's the reason why I say Facebook now meta is rad because of that single video. And there's a link in the show notes. All right. All right. So my third rad or sad for you, AJ, coming in 22, Cascadia Daily News. Oh yeah, the CDN. CDN. The CDN. That's right. Exactly. We got a new uh, news outlet coming online in 2022. It looks like. Yep. I, uh, I'm going to say it's rad for one reason. What's one reason? Uh, the one of their editors. Managing editor. Managing editor is Mr. Stephen Howie. Howie, you are the goods. Uh, longtime friend and colleague, and and also a supporter of the show. Well, thank you very much for that, Stephen, and and good good luck to y'all. I happen to notice uh, a little bit of some rumblings about another uh, news organization and I and, and I'm going to call it rad of course because uh I want you all to be doing the five w's uh like <laughs> like you should be but I think it's important to be able to have uh something different and out there uh in addition to so we can get an information diet that comes from many different perspectives there's another website out there that I'm a, a fan of wacom-news.com uh, Wacom Dash News, I think in the past was uh, in uh, based in Ferndale okay. for a lot of Ferndale news. And I've just noticed that they have done fairly straight reporting of some news items. And they're not behind an account paywall. So anyway, um, I you know props to some additional news outlets for us to be uh, getting some uh, information diet nourishment from. So yeah, good on you, uh, Stephen and the crew. Uh, good on you, Haley. Uh, and I hope the uh, best of success for y'all in 2022 as you're ramping up the daily media coverage of this beautiful town. Dig it. All right. So that was rather sad. The first uh, episode, I need to be able to calm down for the next rather you do, sad. Uh, just a bit, Chris. I mean, man, I thought we were going to come back on the mic. Things were going to be mellow and I you're on fire. I was that on, megaphone app. You gotta, uh, you gotta unplug a little bit, bro. I need to, I need to improve the quality of my life. Ah, uh, yes, because we are now at my favorite part of every episode. This is quality assurance. It's back. And because these picks are picked for you by AJ Barsay and Chris Powell for your quality assurance. I'm going to go first because this first one should speak to your soul. It does. There's a new podcast. Well, not new. There, uh, there's a podcast that I found out from the uh, Spyscape Network. Um, it's called The Great James Bond Car Robbery. You had me a bond. So this is about the DB5, the famous uh, like Goldfinger DB5. 
I never knew it got heisted. Okay. It was out on, on tour around the uh, United States. I believe it got stolen out of Florida at an event. Like the, the painting? No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, the DB, the actual car. Oh, oh the oh, car. Oh, okay. The actual like you know the gun turret shoots out of the ah, thing. Yes. The oil slick. The whole ch- rotating changing of the 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 plate. Yeah, that 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 Aston Martin got stolen. That car every breathing male around 1963 or four wanted to have. Apparently, it is. I didn't know that it had this claim to fame. It is the most famous car like in the world. Like that is the James Bond car. It has never been recovered. And so part of this is uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Oh. She is the narrator of the podcast. Oh, dear. And it is fabulous. The history of the car, the history of James Bond, where the case has gone, because the case is still open. And if you're a listener of the show, and if you have, like, literally trying to get this out there, because anybody who contributes to reclaiming that famous car, there's like a six-figure sum waiting for you. Hello. Um, Elizabeth Hurley, Money, and James Bond. Exactly. I'm interested. You need to listen to it. It's a short. It's a short uh, series <laughs> cool. because they got to the end because the car hasn't been reclaimed yet. But um, if you're a fan, because the No Time to Die James Bond has recently dropped. Yes. I thought this would be great for a quality assurance. Ah, uh, that's great. Good, good, good pick. Um, my uh, quality assurance pick is is one that a lot of people have seen. It's won a whole. A uh, lot. I'm going to keep it clean. A whole lot of Emmy Awards uh, yeah. on Apple TV Plus streaming is a show called Ted Lasso. Oh yeah. And I will shoot straight. I looked at the cover of Jason Sudeikis and that silly mustache. Same here. And I wrote him off as one of these goofball. You know, this is going to be Not like a, 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 a mock type co- uh, comedy. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't pay much mind. But my beautiful wife binge watched it with a friend of hers, and like this is this is like. Uh, mentorship yes this is a master class on mentorship yes, mentorship and team building so i i watched a little bit of it i checked out okay and i happened to they're 30 minute episodes they time goes by quickly in these dark days yes. of november uh i've watched all of them and boy howdy i'm a fan fun fact all right i got a pop quiz for you about ted lasso aj but fun fact one of the commentators in the show's football game broadcast. Oh, well, yes. Uh, I'm sitting right here in the booth at the pitch, and I'm with Mr. Chris Powell. Yeah, another, yet another famous Chris Powell. Uh, tip of the hat. This is this is a former UK football star. Which I didn't know until you told me. Exactly. And he's doing he's doing the 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 commentary and things like that in the in the booth. And I'm like, okay, so I've got a no talent jerk who took my dot com, who's a handsome, muscular, rugged from the uh, East Coast, best selling author, uh, extreme weight loss coach. He took my dot com, and his name's Chris Powell. But then I also got this wonderful UK football hero. Yeah, dude. On Ted Lasso. Awesome. And the funny thing is, I, I noticed this and I hear my name on the show, and I'm like, I asked my wife, why didn't you say I was yeah, the guy had you're my in name? The show. Anyway, I'm in the show. Uh, this Chris Powell is 5'10. Yeah. And as a football star, I'm 6'3", and as a podcast, Motormouth. I like it. That being said, pop quiz, AJ, what is your... I, I assume you've seen this as well. Uh, I've gotten halfway through the second season. Okay, fair enough. What is your favorite uh, scene or moment of Ted Lasso so far? How would you so, sell it to someone who doesn't necessarily have Apple TV streaming available? So, first of all, the the main actor that plays Ted Lasso, you might have seen him in uh, Horrible Bosses. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I know, but, like, if you're like me, I don't know names of actors. I'm just saying, like, if you might have... If you're a fan of that type of comedy, that's not Ted Lasso. So don't okay. attribute. It's kind of like watching Zoolander and thinking that um, 
uh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller is going to be acting like that in The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Hmm. That's the kind of juxtaposition I like to okay. put into this is like if it's that slapstick comedy, you're not going to find that here in Ted Lasso. If you are a fan of real football, like the international one that you use your feet with, yeah. with um, just the ability to check out and watch something that is both positive and hard hitting all at the same time with a cast of characters that just make you crack up mm-hmm. like my spirit animal which is roy kent which is my favorite scene <laughs> roy kent roy yeah roy kent who's a football star in the show great actor uh um, one of the writers who actually liked the character so much he, he uh, auditioned for it yeah, yeah yeah so so he's with um his girlfriend in the show keely and he makes this horrible flub up and so he is trying like to most make most footballer guys do what well no as any guy w- might uh have an affinity towards oh, of like, like trying to make up yeah. yeah and so there's this great scene where he is uh draws his beautiful bath and surprise her because he's too clingy yeah. and is trying to step back and so he's like you know uh hey siri play keely i'm sorry i should have listened to you and i'm going to leave you alone for the next hour playlist now play and it's just it's just hilarious because i could i that speaks to me absolutely uh i there are so many wonderful scenes it's it's i like the fact that they have actual football players as actors in there that's that adds the level of authenticity yeah like they're not paid actors these these are actually fancy footwork kind of uh fellas but one of the best scenes that i enjoyed was the dart scene the dart scene and uh i'm not going to go into it but if you've seen it you know what i'm talking about but the what i this has taught me so much about how one would lead a group of people how one would manage people in an office environment or on a team or something like that if only more managers and upper administrators you know the the there's there's a there's a hook to the, the reason why ted lasso is recruited from kansas i believe yeah to come over to uh richmond a town in in the uk, UK to coach a different type of football team uh that the that the owner of the team uh, wanted to have but the dart scene resonated with me because here's someone who is really on blast yeah if you will in, in a very smug, arrogant kind of way and making a whole lot of people around him not feel not very good. The, the, the moral is we need to stop assuming things about people without getting to know them. Yeah. You would not know by looking at AJ Barce that he's actually a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> Which, for the record, I'm not. Oh, okay. Anyway, no, one would not think that Ted Lasso is an expert dartsman. Right. But you assume things, and I'm not going to go to that saying, but it was such a wonderful illustration about how we need to get to know someone, to be able to know the story behind them, to know why they are on blast in whatever social media post they're doing or why they have such a closed fist about what they're, oh, look at me getting all genuine and authentic right now. Uh, if we get, if we actually listen, listen more, talk less, uh, we get to learn more about someone and to be able to see maybe the why they say what they say, as opposed to compartmentalizing somebody because you said this, therefore you fit in this convenient antagonistic slot. And I just love that scene because it's a uh, it's just a wonderful way to be able to go. Yeah, you gotta watch out for the quiet ones or the nice ones because they probably will uh, 
get you in the end. But anyway, I think that that's my quality assurance. It's a quality show, two seasons. I think they got picked up for a third season. Oh, did they? Coming cool. soon. Yeah, at least what I saw on IMDb because I go in depth and things like that. But anyway. Wow, Chris. Yeah, it's, it's, quali- it's a quality show, man. And it's, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't recommend watching it with the kiddos. No, no. I, my kiddo has to be asleep. There's some salty language going on there. With and, my spirit animal? Yes. Yes. I like Roy Kent. Uh, well, I, I dig him too just because, you know, uh, for various reasons. But I think we need to uh, be able to say, welcome back, podcast partner in crime. It's uh, great to be back on the stick. Let's wrap this show up, which might actually turn into a two-parter nah, episode. Nah, I'm going to run it long. Okay, cool. Uh, that wraps up this edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to get your podcast. Remember, if you're in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on Camry 102.3 FM. They are community-powered and streaming all over the darn place at kmre.org on your web browser dial. If you didn't pay attention to all of the references that we did in the show, be sure to also subscribe to us on our new Substack. You can find it at bellinghampodcast.substack.com. And on that note, I'm here, I'm there, I'm every bloody where. I'm AJ Barsay. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man, I kept it clean. And I'm Chris Powell. Do, 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 do. Chris Powell. Yeah, you got to watch the show to know what we're talking about. Anyway, thanks for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. It's good to be back. Chris Paltitini, Chris Paltitini, Chris Paltitini. All right, that's enough. That's enough. All right.